Well, grab a seat, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, it is time for Flip and Friends. I am your host, Kenneth Davis. Follow me at That's Davis. The show is executive produced by Ryan Bukovetsky. Follow him at Ryan B. Ski and Ryan B. Ski 1 on Instagram. Last but not least, our brother, Sidney Brown, part of Second City Sports and also contributor to We Are Regal Radio. Follow Kid at SidKid80, especially with hockey about to start off. Sid is one of the best hockey aficionados out, period. Uh, Corey Crawford announced his retirement, which is great. Please retire, Corey Crawford, because I don't want to see you go somewhere else and get your noggin rung. Just lay it down. You won two Stanley Cups. I'm happy. I would have preferred the, the, the worst part about this is they could have he could have done this with the Hawks sweater on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know he yeah. had to sit there and go out and still see if he maybe someone wanted to sign him or not. And I'm sure maybe somebody did want to sign him. Maybe the money wasn't right. But the fact that. This could have he could have done this in a hawk sweater rather than being a free agent and going out. But I'm still happy because he was a guy over the last two and a half years at least. I was worried about taking too many hits. Like he came back and then he got hit again. It's just yeah, man, bro. You got two of them. A lot of people don't have one. You got two of them. Corey Crawford, man, going going to sit out. There's no reason to keep putting your life on the risk, your long term life. Uh, but listen, we had a crazy week. Uh, hopefully, you checked out uh, that Davis show. Uh, we definitely opened up and off top with what took place at the Capitol building and also took place in, in a lot of state Capitol buildings uh, this past um, week as far as insurrection and protest. State Capitol building, someone was just protest, but we know there was insurrection that took place in Washington, D.C., the nation's capital, after uh, Trump sent them on their damn way down the street to 1600, from 1600 Pennsylvania uh, down to the Capitol building and told them to, you know, kick it off! <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph Giuliani, former uh, mayor of New York City, actually said there will be a trial by combat. I mean, it, you, we couldn't make this gibberish up if we wanted to. All right. So just kicking it off uh, with the show. Something that we something that we knew was going to happen. This is from Yahoo News. Uh, Twitter said it issued a permanent suspension of Donald Trump's account on Friday, even in the latest escalation by the social media companies against the president. They accused of spreading misinformation and inciting violence. In a post to the site, Twitter explained its decision to block Trump from sharing from his over 88 million uh, followers citing an attack on the U.S. Capitol. After close review uh, with tweets at real Donald Trump's account, the context around them, we have permanently suspended the account due to risk of further incitement and violence, the company said. I don't want to go any further. Listen. Twitter not as much as Mark Zuckerberg. Facebook is really just the devil, all right, as far as allowing hate speech to just reign supreme. Um, and hate speech and free speech are not not the same thing, you know what I'm saying? But uh, you knew this was coming. One this week, the FCC uh, basically came out and was like, yeah, you know what Trump wants to do with these social media companies, we're not going to do it. So they was all, he's leaving anyway, so his power is gone. But they they were sitting there and they got off scot free. So now it was time to put the squeeze on. Because I mean, these social media companies should have done this years ago. This isn't this. I mean, years and years ago, this man was spewing lies and, and, and inciting rage. It didn't get to this point, even though us being people of color and Ryan, who's a brother, um, and Ryan, us being people of color and Ryan, uh, Congrats, have talked, Ryan. Have talked, have talked uh, incessantly made it. about. <laughs> and talked incessantly <laughs> about how his words have emboldened in people to do things against us, i.e. cops, i.e. just regular Joe Blows being uh, 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 um, uh, letting their racism just uh, blow hard and, and, and bloviate. You know, like the, he's emboldened these people. So I still say shame on Twitter and shame on Facebook because you should have stepped up years ago to do this and stop being wimps and, and fucking bitches, to say the least. Uh, Ryan, what are your thoughts? Mmm, the old banning on the social medias. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a tricky one because you do fall into that potential slide of controlling. I, I already feel like social media controls the world too much to begin with. And so when they ban people, even if it's rightfully so, it's a slippery slope because then where does it kind of end? So I worry about that a little bit, but I understand exactly why the platforms want to, you know, ban this dude from talking. Right now he's trying to incite just craziness. And he was the one that, like, was Mr. President that 
said all the protesting and rioting during the summer was just condemning all of it, period. End of story. And now he's just inciting it, period. End of story. You know, he's just uh, doing his thing where he basically divides us because he doesn't care about any of us. He likes his people and his friends and his family, and that's all he really cares about. That's my personal opinion. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, I think I would love if humanity could just reassess social media in general. I don't know if mm. we could ever go back to that point or just like kind of stop freaking out about it as much. Like it just, to me, it's in general, just really unhealthy. That's why it's very difficult for me to participate in it. And I don't like the mental abuse that you kind of have with social media. You're using it all wrong, bro. I, I just you didn't I look at none of his busted challenges. You didn't check out none of his busted challenges on Instagram these last couple days. I don't want those oh, challenges. They, listen, I went down a cavern of busted <laughs> challenges yesterday. <laughs> listen, you just used your Instagram all wrong. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Ooh, you ever Lord. just have something you're just like, nope, I don't like it. I get why yeah, people I, care about it. I, but nope, not for me. I stayed off of social media and only got on social media because of the show, Dean Davis. I'm let you know how I got on social media after Sydney got on social media. All right. Let you know how late I got on social media. Wow. Right, Sydney, shot at Sydney. Sydney. This is Mr. It's not a shot at Sid, but you know, sometimes Sid be like, hold up, hold up, right? I got on social media later. And I mean, you just listen, I said Facebook is the devil and I'm not lying. But I like, I do like the aspect of Facebook allows me to connect with my family members and some of my old friends. Back in the days, I kind of didn't because I was like, the reason we don't talk is life. Like whatever happened to life and generally people just went their own ways, right? And, and grew apart, which listen, it's still like that. It's just, you can say hi and happy birthday to somebody. Uh, but Instagram, no. Like I enjoy Twitter and I don't see, another thing too, I don't follow a lot of people who do hate speech. You know, so I, I am black as fuck. Let me lead with that, all right? I, you look at some of my Instagram, it's going to be uh, <laughs> news, sports, ladies, and some bro blackish. All right. It's going to be. And all four could be the same, too. Right. But I'm not, I'm not, a, um, I'm not a hate speech uh, person. I necessarily wasn't raised by it. But let me also say, let me say this. I'm not an idiot. And I, I, I still believe in protecting myself and protecting the those uh, who are weaker than me and those who look like me. I just wanted to point that out. But Sid, uh, what were your thoughts as far as social media's banning of Trump? I'll piggyback off of Ryan's point. Uh, I, I do like social media for the fact that we do, at least we live here in the United States. We have the we are under the protection of free speech. But as we all know, it can only go, go so far. Of course, you cannot yell fire in the movie theater and then there's no fire and it causes uh, chaos and in, a, uh, in mayhem, so we cannot do that. So it only goes so far. I'm with you, Ryan. We um, social media. These I know these companies that have to protect their bottom line, so they have to be careful right there. But what President Trump tweets? Uh, I, I, let's just say this. I'll give us a quick example. Let's just say we're kidding around and whatnot. We're talking about favorite food, and I and, and Ryan says my favorite food is pizza. I say my favorite food is lasagna, and Ken would say. Oh, my favorite food is hot dogs. I get mad and upset. I just tweet at both of y'all, whether it's Instagram or Twitter. I'm going to kick your ass. Of course, you guys might take it as a joke, but I'm serious as hell. So as her member Edwards would say, uh, don't press send because uh, you can, can always, um, you can always take a message in context. You don't know what that person was thinking about uh, when they, they sent that message. If I say I'm going to kick your ass, you, you don't know unless I tell you up front. You don't know what uh, I'm going to kick your ass meant. It was Sid joking or uh, did he really mean it? So it, it's, it's, it's kind of blurred lines there. Yeah, but there's also a difference when you're going into detail on how to kick my ass. And also you're spreading lies that incite people to do things that, that are uh, try to overturn the government. You know, mm -hmm. like, I mean, we're talking about two months of lying about this election. We're talking about, uh, well, Josh Hawley and tr uh, trick-ass Ted Cruz, uh, even after the Capitol building was ransacked, still standing up there playing bullshit. Like, listen, five people died. And this is another thing, and I said this on the show. See, the problem is, and you still see it, these motherfuckers don't care because they life, it doesn't affect their life. And until motherfuckers ran up on their ass, 
that shit was real, right? And she was. I saw a lady. She um, I think she's uh, the first uh, Republican woman in the, uh, from South Carolina got elected. Said in 2016 she campaigned for Trump, and in uh, in her uh, um, uh, primary he campaigned for her, right? And she was still in there talking about, you know, both sides need to come together and nobody needs to do anything as far as, you know, censuring the president. Listen, this is the same shit y'all did with Reconstruction with these motherfuckers. The same shit keeps playing out. White motherfuckers get to do terrorist shit and other motherfuckers be like, man, that shit, either they're individuals, right? These are lone wolves. That was a telling the lone wolves out in that motherfucker, wasn't they? Right? It's a lone wolf. He's a loner. And uh, or, you know, what I'm saying uh, it's just some some stray dog or whatever, instead of paying attention to this domestic terrorism, that's we we've known that shit. Dog, we don't even talk about it. These motherfuckers was planning on kidnapping the governor of Michigan, taking her out to the woods and killing her. And it's not even like, yeah, right. They was going to do that shit. And yeah, they were some idiots. Them, them motherfuckers went into the Capitol building, strapped, strapped, like strapped. And then and, and, and going further to the social media aspect, you don't think it was odd that none of those guys had long guns out there that were going into the um to the Capitol building? You don't think that was odd? I'm gonna tell you why why it was not. Because motherfuckers told motherfuckers not to bring them, but you knew that was strapped. You know that motherfuckers had Glocks in them, big jackets and shit that they had in that motherfucker. That motherfuckers was strapped. We heard about the Molotov cocktails and the, the napalm, homemade napalm. The fuck got homemade napalm, right? The fuck is this now? Right, like, dude, I'm just saying. Vietnam, man. Let's <laughs> go crazy. Like, dude, so again, I'm with y'all on the part of, man, dude, there should be no censorship. But shit, when it's a fucking yakko, man, go ahead, censor that motherfucker. Look, I am a, uh, I, I'm a proponent of, of Minister Farrakhan, right? They banned him now. So that, that shit is that, hand to hand. And I'm not putting Farrakhan to Trump's level. Yeah, I said it. Right, like I'm not, I'm saying, but it's just, dude, no, this this shit, we we got to stop acting like everything is normal when some real crazy shit to, was going on. And look, it's it's so crazy, and I've been saying this to my my younger cousin. I was talking to my younger cousin Friday for a couple hours. I said, man, it's gonna be weird not having a crazy president. But for real, it's gonna be wild not to be where the the wildest shit comes out of your president's mouth every day or every other day, and it's just like regular again for the most part. I'm not saying that I'm going to be agreeing and everything in, in Biden's uh, administration either. You know, so making it seem like now uh, big kumbaya has, has, has come home and everything is, is good to go. But yeah, I, I, I don't like censorship to a certain degree, but I'll say you can censor that motherfucker. Like I, I have no problem with it. Uh, why wouldn't we censor someone who lies all the time, uh, who has immense power to get other people to commit crimes to that can put them in danger and other people in danger, um, has trampled on the tenets of this nation. And like, hell no. And you got to fucking, um, you, you got to fucking, uh, and as I was saying on the group chat, you, you know, you got to, uh, what's the name? You got to, uh, what's, what the fuck am I trying to say? Impeach him. I'm sorry. You have to. You have to make sure. And this is why I was saying with the initial, the initial impeachment situation. You have to make sure this dude can't threaten us with running again, right? Because it's not even that he'll he'll actually do. Think about how much more money he's leaving with two hundred and fifty million dollars or more. That how his pact is set up, he can spend it however. Usually, when you look at the type of money that uh you camp that campaign money. You can't spend that shit. You got to give it, give it to somebody else's campaign. You can't just like when we see people get in trouble. When like the dude down here, the um, the House representative that, 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 that turned his his office into like Dalton Abbey here in Illinois or whatever. Like mm-hmm. you you can't do whatever with the monies that you the monies that you're given. You know what I'm saying? I don't even say that that came from campaign money, but you get what I'm trying to say. You know what I'm saying? But how his pact is set up? That's Trump's money. He, you you gave a rich man three hundred million dollars. That lost and lied to you, and that something needs to be done. Now, I, again, if you're an idiot, you're just an idiot. And you should be allowed to be taken advantage of, but that's not fair. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we, there's situations where there's plenty of older people, and we try to safeguard them from someone scamming them, right? We don't say they old. Oh well, motherfuckers should know the internet better, right? We try to protect them from getting scammed. So again, that's just my opinion. See, here's the thing about the media, Ken. Uh, here's the dirty secret. Even though we're not, hopefully, not going to have the daily soap opera anymore once Joe Biden is officially sworn in. Let's be honest here. The media behind closed doors—they're upset because even though I'm sure 
I'm sure that they uh, they were sick of reporting on these silly stories about Russia and uh, the stuff that was going on with his family in his life throughout the past four years. Let's be honest here. Anything that, that Trump did, whether you loved him or hate him, people watched. And let's be honest here, Ken, with, with his uh, campaign uh, up until the 2016 election, he didn't have to really spend any money because all the networks, including Fox News, were coming to interview him. So that was, quote, unquote, smart on his part. So, right. But I think the media is really playing both sides of the fence here. Yeah, it'll be relieved that Joe Biden's in there, but let's be honest here. The more, uh, especially the, uh, where we live here in the United States, the more salacious things are, whether we love it or hate, hate it, uh, the more that we're going to watch and pay attention to it to see what, what happens next. Why do you think reality TV is so popular? Great point. Uh, listen, uh, sitting here close to home here in Chicago, this is from the Grio. Uh, John Catanzara, who was elected last May as the president of the Chicago Fraternal Order of Police, is defending the people who participated in the violent siege of the U.S. Capitol that resulted in the death of a police officer. <laughs> These are some of the things that Mahomby said. There's no, there was no arson. There was no burning or anything there. No looting, even though we saw dude with the, 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 the podium walking fuck up out of that bitch. And mad laptops were stolen. Uh, there was little destruction of property. Okay. Uh, he talked this to WBZ in a Wednesday evening uh, phone interview. It was a bunch of pissed off people that feel like election was stolen uh, somehow, some way. Because, uh, uh, you know, John who was reprimanded in 2017 for posing with a sign supporting Trump while wearing his uniform, told local outlets that he, too, has doubt of the results in the 2020 presidential election. Now, this is the guy that's in charge of the fraternal order of the police. All right. So he's not the union. Yeah, the union. All right. I don't have any doubt that something shady happened in the election. You're not going to convince me that that many people voted for Biden. Now, think about how crazy that sounds. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Now, we had this has been. Both of these guys got the most votes ever. Trump losing got the second most votes ever. Biden winning got the, the, the first most votes ever. And he says, I don't believe that many people will vote for Biden. Uh, he said, I'll never rest my life, uh, never for the rest of my life will you convince me of that. But again, it's still uh, it's still down to proof. He right? lost because, the popular vote to Hillary. Right, right. And and again, because we know uh, Republicans will just let, will let Democrats get away with some shit like this, right? That, that sounds like the Republican Party, correct? I mean, legally, not what the shit that Howley was trying to do during a fucking, uh, 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 I don't even know what the fuck you, you call what was taking place with the joint, uh, with the House and the Senate as far as it just being ceremonial is what I'm trying to say. Doing something that was ceremonial was counting electoral votes is what I'm trying to say. Evidence matters until it appears the shame, uh, until it appears Shame on them for what they did. But it was out of frustration. There was no fights. There was there's no obvious violence in this crowd. They pushed past security and made their way into the city chamber. Did they destroy anything when they were there? No. All right. Now, we know this is bullshit. Correct. But this is think about this. This is the police unions uh, president. Correct. And he just he just said. And let me just let's just hypothetically say they didn't destroy anything. And they didn't steal anything and people didn't die. They didn't crush a cop who we saw in the news this last couple of days getting crushed outside of a cop getting killed with apparently being beaten by a fire extinguisher. They broke into the Capitol building and he was saying that they, they made their way to the city chamber. And he said that that's fine. That's what he's saying. He's saying that that is OK. If you don't, if this is someone that's in charge of the cops or protecting the cops but still in charge of their union and is saying that none of this shit happened that we know happened. We saw it all eyes, but regardless of that happening, it's fine that they did it because they were mad. This is the problem with domestic terrorism and white folks. All right. Can I say one quick thing? Like, I think it's fine if they went there, if they didn't do the things that you said they actually didn't do, but they actually did them. So that's the problem. Like, and then I think of, you know, the systematic racism part of this and just the systematic oppression. Like, are cops, when George Floyd protests are going on, are they kind of, like, allowing it? Like, are they saying, oh, this is our First Amendment. People are just using freedom of speech. As long as we keep the peace, that's all that matters. Like, no. They were thinking that this is basically a threat against them as an entire unit. And this group, they allow in because they feel like this is their side. 
So, of course, they're going to let him just walk right in without any kind of violence going in there. But then they incite the violence as soon as they get in there with breaking stuff, doing people dying, for God's sakes, in well, the Capitol put, building. Let me push back real quick, because you said that you think if they didn't incite violence, it was fine if they went in there. I think it's fine if you want to protest your government, period. But you think it's fine if they broke into the Capitol, but they forced their way into the Capitol building? Well, because- I'm just saying, like, again... If let's say I don't know years from now a group of feel, feel a group of people feels oppressed and they uh-huh. want to demonstrate by going in there are we going to condemn it the same way that we should condemn this? It, it, that's why it's a slippery slope to me. Like yes, what they that's, did was wrong because yeah. of the stuff that they did. That wasn't a peaceful protest. It was not. They had no intention of being a peaceful protest. Now, if somebody were to do that and they were organized to do something like that and they felt they had to do something extra, like go into the Capitol building, if there is no violence, I don't have a problem with it. If there's no breaking of stuff. But Steve, this problem with that is even if there's no violence, there could still be intimidation and you could basically destroy the fabric. And I'm not saying like I'm black, that the the fabric of this country is, is, is all fine. I'm not saying that. But you just think about Let's, let's hypothetically say this, Ryan. They got in there, they didn't do nothing, but they stood around uh, Senate and Congress and intimidated them just by their presence and numbers to sit there and not ratify or not verify that, that, that uh, uh, Biden had won the election. I, I agree. Mean, like, like, intimidation uh, can start being a negative thing, but that's a, that's a line, you know, like, that's a subjective line. But, but see, this is the thing I can say, like, for instance, I, 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 from you, I, I think that's partially privilege, and I'll tell you why. There's never a chance that if I'm and I'm an oppressed, I'm an oppressed person in this country. There will never be an opportunity if black people peacefully, peacefully walk into the Capitol building that they will let us and we don't touch nothing, we don't destroy anything. Let us just walk in there and show our presence. They will shoot us on the fucking front steps. So I don't have the option of saying, you know what, maybe it's a time that, you know, it's tyranny taking place and this has to be done because I wouldn't get the option ever. You know what I'm saying? I, I, that's fair. It, either way, I wouldn't have that option. So that's I guess the, I look that, at it as an ideal thing, but yeah, you're right. Be, like, yeah. that's not real. That's not reality kind of thing. But I, st- I get the point that you're making, but, but like, no, there's reasons why you're not supposed to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like there, and again, here in this country, this this fought experiment that we have, we have never had full on insurrection. I mean, outside of the the, the Civil War, we never had like a full on insurrection like this. It'd be different if we, this was American. Every every fifty years, someone tries to overthrow the government. I'm with you there, Ryan. Right? Like, sure. hey, this is what this is how we do this shit. Is we got to redo it over again. I'm with you. This shit hasn't happened. You know what I'm saying? Like it hasn't happened. And on top of that, the motherfuckers was getting patted on the back, walking out the motherfucker. I swear. And I said it to you Tuesday. Well, Thursday when we recorded the show, this shit was like they was getting off a ride of Six Flags and they was going down to the park where they give you your picture where you uh, was on the ride and shit. Right. They, like they may as well just picked up the keychain with their picture on that motherfucker. Like it, it, it was it was. a. Uh, That's why was, I said it's not the same. Like police and people of authority in the summertime when the peaceful protests were going on had a chip on their shoulder like, this ain't right. right. Versus this time, they were like, oh, what up, bud? I understand. That's my cousin. Yeah, I want to make sure. Yeah, it was a setup from the beginning. It wasn't a protest to begin with. It was disguised as a protest, but we all know it wasn't a protest. I think, like, where I'm coming from, too, is just my own personal belief. Like... This systematic shit has gone on way too fucking long. And it's everywhere. It is in every part. And I like the idea, even though we're not doing it correctly, of the people taking back some of this power. But we're not together. We're splintered right now. So it's not going to work. We'd have to be together as a unit. And who knows if that's... Hopefully Biden can get that maybe moving on the right track. I don't know. But we know that Trump was never going to allow that to happen with what he was doing with his divide. I don't know if we can come together as people. But if we do, and hopefully when we do, we need to start taking it back from the government, too, because this I is have no, ridiculous. I have no problem with that. I, I, I think just as you, you've seen that you need to take some powers back from the president, I think that the, the, the person, the Speaker of the House, and you know the same with the, with the Senate, with Mitch McConnell, 
listen, those powers need to be taken back. The fact that Mitch McConnell yep. was allowed to basically freeze government operations. He was like um, a second president doing whatever exactly, he wanted. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 it's too much, man. It's, it's, it's definitely too much. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I believe in that. Uh, one thing, we got the reason why we knew why Little Wayne was out there for Trump. But Bloomberg reports uh, Little Wayne and Kodak Black are among the people that Donald Trump is considering pardoning in his final days in office. Trump will report, reportedly announce these pardons on uh, January 19th in his final days. He, they better, I don't know, man. Trump probably ain't feeling the same for you, like black asses now. Uh, Wayne gained uh, Trump's favor <laughs> when he praised his so-called uh, work of his criminal reform and his vision to help uh, black communities in his platinum plan. While Wayne didn't explicitly say he endorsed the president, his short support just days before the election seemed to apply that uh, which candidate he wanted in favor of. Again, I said the same thing before Erlaka said the crazy shit. Oof. All right. Uh, when he was in, in, in over office that he was trying to look out for Casey. Hey, listen, if you trying to get off and get a family member off, I, yeah. I, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Kodak situation uh, once brought up to Trump's attention when Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson took to Twitter earlier this week to request that he commute his sentence before leaving off. You know what? We like Lamar Jackson a lot. He's This is the second little Trump slide. Remember when he tweeted the Trump tweeted at him yeah. and he Trump? Yeah. You know, he kind of getting away is with he, Is he actually Louisville Red? Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> so Trump is also uh, reportedly mulling over whether to give preemptive pardons to Chief of Staff Mark Meadows and Senior Advisor Stephen Miller, his daughter Ivanka, her husband Jared Kushner. <laughs> Why again? If your guys open up and up, he got to pardon everybody, and of course, pardon himself. This is the key too. Dude, listen, I'm gonna tell you this, man. First of all, Ted Cruz, man, you one of the biggest hoes that ever hold in this world, man. The man disrespect. Wow, this, this jumped over from the last show. This man, yeah, <laughs> listen, I can fully let it go, right? I got to talk any hoops, no football, fuck all that. Ted Cruz. That man disrespects your wife, right? That man said your father had something to do with killing Kennedy, all right? That man totally just played you like a trip, a chump, and you on his dick so motherfucking hard for those motherfuckers. And the, the crazy point is, the people that vote for Donald Trump are not voting for you because you're spineless. You know what I'm saying? Like you, the qualities that that, that Donald Trump has that are sexy to them. Ted Cruz has none of those motherfucking qualities, right? Like he 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 comes off as being fucking spineless. You know what I'm saying? But when you when you look at the fact that, but don't they kind of like that a little bit too? The spine. I don't think they like. No, no, no. They will still want. They don't want the spineless person to be their leader, though. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. you know, like that, that's not. Yeah, they, he's this, a good soldier. Just yes, in general. you know, he, he's a handler. He takes care of things in the shadows and shit. You know what I'm saying? But the the, the thing is. When you're talking about now, this is the point I was going to say because I brought in Ted Cruz. Now, the next motherfucker, Mike Pence, if you dare, right? And I doubt it happens now. I didn't know if it was going to happen anyway because I didn't think Trump, I, I thought Trump would want every day he could be president to be president. And even though it's been suggested that he would step down and then allow, of course, the vice president would uh, become president, he would uh, sit there and pardon Trump because it's le- legally, Trump probably can't pardon himself. Like Trump pardoned himself, they may be able to take that. They may be able to uh, legally uh, lock his ass up for that. As far as uh, federal crimes, we know as far as local state crimes, he's in trouble in New York City, uh, the district in Manhattan. You know what I'm saying? But Mike Pence, this motherfucker sent the squad, right? They was out there talking about, hang Mike Pence, hang Mike Pence. And you were in there with your wife and children. Right. And and again, he right where I said this is coming, he ain't even check on your ass, right? Shotty sent the motherfucking squad, the SS up the street on your ass. And he, so if your ass pardons him, let alone, you know you should hit the 25th Amendment on this motherfucker. You know you should hit the 25th Amendment on this motherfucker. But okay, you don't. But the fact of you pardon him, man, I know you a hoe. I just I, I just had to have that part. I know you a hoe. That's the difference. Don't you think he oh, is though? He, he's yeah. know the hoe that he was getting in bed with. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, listen. So here's uh, the, here's the thing about uh, Vice President Pence, Ken and Brian. Is he going to do the best interest for his uh for his coworker, which his boss is the president for his party, or is he going or, or is he going to do what's his best interest for himself? You know. Oh. Uh, 
Oh, well, you know what? I'll say this. Probably now for himself isn't what for himself was last week. For himself right. last week was stick with Trump because I want to be president. And see, the difference is Trump followers, they would have, they, they, none of none of these guys are really going to still galvanize them like Trump does. But Trump mm-hmm. followers, would, they, they would fall in line more with Pence than they would with Ted Cruz. You know what I'm saying? P- Pence, you know, he's he's a, he's a bit off, but he's, he's a tad bit more mas- masculine than a Ted Cruz is. Do you think he's just not eccentric enough, though? I feel like he you, has no eccentricism. For you that. don't think he's eccentric? I feel like he is eccentric. Him and Ma. It's so, it's like, it, like Ma. he is in a, in a way, but it's very subtle. It's very dry. It's like... He looks like the old man that he is, like with his eccentricism. Like I, I need a little showman, I would think, if you're on that you, side. I, I agree with you. I, I, the, but listen, okay, to go with what you're saying. And speaking of showman, this is from the Chicago Tribune. A, a Republican colleague re- rebuked Josh Hawley on the Senate floor. A home state newspaper editorial board declared that he has blood on his hands, but Josh Hawley, the Missouri senator who staged an electoral college challenge that became the focus of a violent siege on the U.S. Capitol, the words of his political mentor were the most personal. Supporting Josh Hawley was the worst decision I ever made in my life, former Missouri Senator uh, John Dansforth told the Associated Press on Thursday. He has uh, consciously appealed to the worst. He has attempted to drive up, uh, drive apart, and has undermined the public belief in democracy, and that's a great damage. Now, you're talking about somebody with a little bit of charisma. Your boy Josh Hawley right there now, with throwing up the power fist as he walks past and he sees the rebels coming past, right? And that, that listen, nice suit, though, Josh, I must say. That, that cut you had was nice, all right? Better hold on to that shit. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, you, you got somebody like Josh Hawley who was just full on, all right, full on as far as, man, like, I don't give a fuck about none of y'all. I want to be president. And it's the crazy thing. Let me ask y'all this. I thought about this. I must not, I'm, something must be wrong with me because I don't want to be president. Nowhere is bad that I would just come up with bold face and bold face lies. Now, I thought about this too, so I'm diving into another one. So you got to bring me back if I dive too deep. Too deep. Was Trump and what Trump was doing a bold face lie? Because I feel like, okay, the, the line is that bold face lie, right? But when you are sitting there and lying, obviously lying, know you lying, but are using that to create a false reality. It seems like it's past boldface lie. All right, that, just to me, I, I'm just thinking about that. But back to what I was saying, there's no way I, I can see myself following party lines to a certain degree to become president. All right, but I can never see myself um, bloviating about an alternative reality. Like that's some different shit. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, and I'm not just saying saying it. But saying it to the point where it's convincing people and it's brainwashing these motherfuckers. If you told that's me, kid, what, go ahead, Ryan. Sorry, that's where I just get crazy, just really quick. Like, how are people drinking this in? I don't get it. It's so fake. It's just like what? But sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, I mean they're all pedophiles. Listen, I'm sure there's some fucking Democratic pedophiles. Let me say oh, that. Yeah. But they're all yeah. pedophiles. It's like they're Republican pedophiles. They're all pedophiles and said, "Come on, y'all." Like, right there, you're supposed to be like, this shit is going too far, right? Like, man, listen, you know what Nancy Pelosi and them do when everybody go home? They go up under that, man. That's when they start fucking them kids. You know, like, what? <laughs> what the fuck is going on in this motherfucker? And to think right? it's, like, by, like, a partisan thing. Like, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Left. When all these people bang together. Listen, great point. All these people bang together anyway. Have you, until recently... Right. You always hear about the charm in the Senate. Like, the Senate, they, they listen, the Senate, the Senate looks down on the House. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, it's hundreds of them motherfuckers, right? The Senate is like the upper crust. And it's always like the Senate is like a country club. It's like, man, we we, we on the same team, even though we're on the opposition, right? So these people work together. These people hang out. And you think that th- these pedophiles, and they just hanging out with these pedophiles and they're not doing the pedophilia with these motherfuckers? I'm just saying, if you, <laughs> if you believe that to that degree, that you, you have to accept that both parties are doing the fuck the same fuck shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a black person. I'm not, man, Democrats are the best thing, man. They're so good. They look out for us so well. Like, man, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out of here, man. Right. Yeah, yeah so here's the thing about Trump. We, we've known this for a long time. He followed him even before he, he became president. 
he's his own man. He's a, a man's man. And he's going to do whatever he wants wants to do. He's been past the bullface light apart off the charts. And let's be honest here. Many of the Republicans didn't like him when he was elected to office. So he had to, quote unquote, side uh, as a Republican. He couldn't really do anything as a as an independent because he's not really independent. He has an independent personnel as far as I can do whatever I want. But his ideals politically doesn't fall with the independent party. It, it goes under the Republican Party. So Trump is his own man. We shouldn't really be surprised by this. So, uh, like you said, he could tote the line, but he really went past the line since day one since he, he was in office. I totally agree. I wanted to add this, too, uh, real quick, uh, to just end on the Josh uh, Holly uh, part, where uh, <laughs> Ben Sass hit him with this. Uh, Repu- Republican Ben Sass hit, hit his ass with this. Senator Hawley um, was doing something that was really dumbass, and I have been clear about that in public and in private uh, since long before he announced that he was going to do this. This was a stunt. It was a terrible, terrible idea, and you you don't lie to the American people, and that's what's been going on. The, the American people have been lied to, um, chiefly by Donald Trump, and lies have consequences. Lies have consequences, right? Right. Like you know, we learned that as kids, right? Yeah. This is like one of the first thing your parents taught you. Your lies have consequences, right? And the crazy part is, we're so detached from it. We still really, it's like, yeah, someone died, but it's kind of like whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like we're so like it's it should be even bigger. Like man, these lies cause five people to die. And but you know the real reason why we're like that because. It wasn't more than five people because like that. It, yeah, when I, wedding, I was thinking you were going to say because he didn't even care about 200,000 dying from COVID. Ooh, What's five? You're right. I mean, that, that's a great we're point. We're used but, to that. <laughs> we're used this to like, oh, oh people are dying. Deal, like, oh, <laughs> that's what I heard. <laughs> oh, people die. They die every day. What's the deal? <laughs> So yeah, that that just, just wanted to get that in because uh, you that know how many mother- lives we saved compared to the two hundred thousand we killed. Come on, to, to actually say basically that the millions of people would have died if I didn't do, if I did right. nothing, right? Right, like the the bottom of the You're ball. Lucky right? it's two hundred thousand. <laughs> you are lucky. <laughs> Should have been more. Over three hundred thousand, but yeah, You're lucky. Correct. Uh, listen, uh, Maya Pinsetto, dub Soho Karen. Uh, for falsely accused and a black teen of stealing her phone, lashed out during an interview on CBS this morning with uh, Gail King, yesterday morning, rather, in an interview which was taped just hours before Pizzetto was arrested. Real quick, I definitely have to sit here and uh, play this joint because Shuddy, Shuddy was full of herself. Did you, you, I saw this yesterday though, Ryan. Did you see what she hit Gail with that? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. We, we, we got we, we to go to, we got to go to the tape. <laughs> yeah, I want to see this. I saw as soon as Soho, Karen, and Gail King, that automatically went in the flip email. <laughs> didn't even need to. Didn't even need to look further. Just threw, just threw it straight in there. <laughs> going with this. Soho, Karen, Gail King. Okay. Falsely accusing Wait. you of stealing her cell phone has been arrested in California. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They gonna come into that shit and play. Uh, what's the name? Yeah, and I give is. up Goo goo dog. Yeah. And I don't think that I don't, they don't use Google Dogs <laughs> shit like that. Yeah, who is that producer? My lord. Right. Ponsetto approached 14-year-old Keon Harold Jr. at a New York City hotel last month accusing him of stealing her phone. His father, jazz musician, Keon Harold, recorded the encounter and accused Ponsetto of racial profiling. We have your, what you, you, see, you see two black people? No, I'm not letting him walk away with my phone. Now, the video shows Ponsetto trying to stop the teenager from leaving the hotel lobby and then rushing toward them. Hotel surveillance video shows the 22-year-old woman tackling Keon Jr. Now, he never had the phone. It turned up several minutes later at the hotel. New York City detectives went to California yesterday to coordinate Ponsetto's arrest in connection with the confrontation. She was contacted at a traffic stop in Ventura County near Los Angeles. Officials say that police had to pull her out of the car when she refused to get out.
Now, in an exclusive interview, we had just done that interview yesterday afternoon. Her lawyer spoke with us before she was arrested. They told us that NYPD had not yet contacted them. Mia, help me understand, what made you think that Keon had your phone? That's why I'm confused. Why did you think he had it? I was approaching the, the people that had been exiting the hotel, because in my mind, anybody exiting is probably the one that might be the one that is trying to steal my phone. I admit, yes, I could have approached the situation differently or maybe not yelled at him like that and made him feel, you know, maybe some sort of uh, inferior way of making him feel as if I was like hurting his feelings because that's not my intention. I, I consider myself to be super sweet. I really never ever meant for it to like hurt him or his father either. Are you saying that you were stopping everybody in the lobby asking them about your phone? Is that what you're saying? Um, no, just the, just the people. The blacks. Meantime, <laughs> while, while the hotel manager was the footage, I just wanted to do Melanin. that part. <laughs> you just described yourself as super sweet. I know you've seen the video. When you look at the video, the reaction seems very extreme. It doesn't seem like it's someone who's super sweet. How would you feel if you were alone in New York and, you know, you're going to spend time with your family during the holidays and you lose the one thing that gets stolen from you that has all of the access to the only way that you're able to get back home? I just don't think I would really people. Is, is what I'm saying. No, you said you could have handled it better, but I just don't think I would randomly attack people in the manner in which you did. What do you think when you look at that video? You're standing there in your leggings and your flip-flops, and it looks like you're just going nuts, for a better word. No, I'm letting him walk away with my phone! I don't feel that that is who I am as a person. I don't feel like this one mistake does define me, but I do sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, apologize that if I made the son feel as if I assaulted him or if I hurt his feelings or the father's feelings. I don't believe one mistake defines anybody, but I, I think when I look at that particular video, you're, you did more than just accuse him. The video seems to show that you physically attacked this young boy. You do see that too, right? But at the end of the day, the dad did end up uh, like slamming me to the ground and uh, pulling my hair well, and th throwing me and dragging me across the ground. So I, oh. I will Where's the that. evidence in that? Yeah, but, but I think, you know, the video we saw, it looked like you had just attacked his son. Yeah, the footage shows me attacking his son of attacking him how yelling at him yes okay i apologize can we move on i know you're saying i don't need to i just want to apologize but i do think that there should be some context to your actions that day okay so basically i'm i'm a 22 year old girl i am i i don't i racism uh, i'm too young is Wait, I said, these I, lights, I they throw me off. I was frozen in ice for two million years. A guy about a phone, a crime. Where is the context in that? <laughs> Mia, what is the Mia, deeper, Mia, what is the deeper, Mia. what is the deeper Mia, story it's here? not, it, that's not the problem. You have to at least understand your actions that day. You seem to have attacked this little boy, this young boy, this, this teenager. You seem to have attacked this teenager about the phone. And then it turned out, he didn't even have your phone. That's the thing. I mean, you're 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 saying, look, I'm 22 years old. You're 22 years old, but you are old enough to know better. So I will say, you're 22. I get, I get it. Enough. The hotel enough. did have my phone. The hotel did end up having my phone. I did get my belongings returned to me. All right. Oh, wow. Great, Gail. Enough. 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 That was my favorite part. Enough. Now, the Harold family's lawyer released a statement last night. They said this is not about an apology from someone who until a few days ago was claiming she did nothing wrong and, in fact, alleged that Keon Harold Sr. had assaulted her. Someone who targeted a 14-year-old black teenager because of the color of his skin. We'll have more of our interview with Miss with with Miss Mia Ponsetto on Monday. You know, I actually felt for the attorney there who was really trying to help her. And then... Yeah. You know, when she interjected, uh, Mia would get upset about that. She insisted that she's not racial profiling. She has an explanation about that. Right. And, you know, it was reported that an Uber driver returned the phone. She says that's not true. So right. she's <laughs> she wanted to make an apology. But I, as I said to her in the interview, I'm not sure you're helping yourself here. Well, yeah. the point is, he didn't have her phone. No, he did not. And he did not. <laughs> Interesting choice of hat, by the way. Yeah. I also, the point is the, the video footage is pretty clear, and she yeah. doesn't seem quite ready to acknowledge what it shows. You know, her lawyer, Sharon, sitting by her, her side, tried to help her. It's interesting you would point out the hat because Sharon said, you, you know, you might want to remove that hat. No. And she refused to do that.
Oh, baby. <laughs> Listen, that's, that's the world that people live in right there. That's how you end up storming the Capitol building, right? Motherfucking there, right? <laughs> right there. Nothing I do is wrong. Everything I do is right, even when I do wrong. Right. Shut up. Shut the fuck up talking to me with your black ass gal. <laughs> The problem is she failed her detective test. <laughs> she wasn't able to figure out how to solve crimes, apparently. Wait, wait. and then the, the crazy part is she opened up and said, I, I, I would consider myself a sweet person. And then tell her black ass, shut the fuck up. Listen, you brought me on your show. I came on your show to, to sit here and apologize to get the heat off of me, right? And then I tell you, shut the fuck up while you talk to me and correcting me for my motherfucking bad behavior. But hey, it is what it is. If Shawty, listen, if Shawty wasn't under court, I mean, I won't even say she's uh, hiding her racism. She had a little bit more ass. She could have caught. She should have caught it. You know what I'm saying? But she crazy though. She crazy. I know Sydney would hit it. I know Sydney Brown. Would hit it. <laughs> no, <laughs> girl, girl. Sydney <laughs> saw that captain said daddy and was like that shit. Listen, it yeah. says daddy to us, but in Sydney, he sees yeah. that shit. That shit <laughs> Boy, it never fails. It never fails. It never does. It never fails. Property of on the front, Sydney Brown on the back. <laughs> but that, but that uh, girl, even though she's technically over twenty-one, that girl is suffering from CDD, crazy, deranged, and delusional. Like you said, Ken, she's entitled. This is what happens when things are quote unquote in your favor. You you feel like you don't have to work for anything or you, you just do enough just to get by. You think everything belongs to you. You think everybody should just kiss your ass and throw roses at your feet. This is what happens when reality hits you in the ass. And then I don't know if you guys heard heard my comment when she was talking about the world. The father threw me down and dragged me. Trust me, if that footage, if that happened, that footage would have been out there more than the footage of her attacking the 14-year-old boy. Great point, Sydney. All right. She needs a little CCD in her life, little Jesus, not that CDD. <laughs> oh, I was like, when you said CCD, I was like, how are you going to put Sydney name in this? <laughs> Sydney with a C, right? Little Sydney dick dick. <laughs> That'll straighten us straight out. The SBD. That's no, what he no, no, I was a bitch till I start fucking Sydney Brown. <laughs> I went from CDD to SBD. <laughs> in a whole different way. And I got mad jerseys. But uh, look, fucking, uh, one thing, one thing uh, I definitely got to get into is uh, Ryan. Yes. You said you Hello. Like, you're whoring again, you said, uh, and you're going to reveal it during the show today. So I didn't know if you're whoring was whoring of. No, it's your, very PG. Very. That's what, but, so for anybody that doesn't know the, 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 the context of Ryan's whoring, that you see Ryan on this with two black guys. Right. Ryan, we're not the first black guys he's had no. as far as friends. It goes, that's, it's the running joke. You know what I'm saying? I'll put it like this. This is the thing. I asked Sidney Brown this. I know Sidney's going to feel me on this, right? <laughs> I know Sidney's going to feel me. So, like, let's just say, like, interracial dating, right? Let's just say if um, I, I, I was out here in the streets, especially if I was young, I think if you, you get to my age, people have dated other people. You know what I'm saying? If they had, it's kind of weird. Like, I meet a girl and she's in the upper 30s and she's a virgin. I'm kind of going to be like, damn, what's going on with you? But still, that the point that I'm making is, let's just say I was dating a white girl. I necessarily wouldn't want her to be like, yeah, I just date black dudes, right? Because then it's like, ah, oh, man, I'm she. you've been with Dwayne, Rico, Rollo, and all them. Like, yeah, she been ran through for real. Whoa. I went the one of daddy's telling her, no, don't do that. Like, I'm the first that brought her over yeah. to the other side, right? I told you Sydney would agree with me, right? <laughs> so, so, and it's, but listen, that and that listen, that's just a train of thought. Incorrectly, but it's a train of thought. But in that train of thought, usually when you have white friends, sometimes you're their first uh, black friend for the moment. But not to say that the first, but one of the ones that they've been closest to. You're in like the front three, right? But Ryan, no, he has to be out here. <laughs> so Ryan said, Ryan said it at first. I'm like, you out here? You out here in the street stroking? And 
Yeah, I stroke his sisters. Hold up. No. <laughs> Do I got to go but, down there? <laughs> but no. And so uh, uh, Ryan has already found some black dude he's running the streets with. No. Or work, all working women. out with, going to jail. All women. Oh. Oh, oh, you're hanging out with sisters. Yes, at work. Made some co-worker friends. Oh, yeah, you would. You would. <laughs> it was natural. It wasn't anything specific. It just happens. I don't know. Right. He probably, like, pulled out his phone and showed a clip of the show. <laughs> no, not allowed. Not allowed, remember? Hey, you not, hey. not allowed. It's, it's kind of like that. Rick, st- no phones. <laughs> Wait. If you, you ever saw, if you ever saw the Seinfeld episode where George Costanza had the photo of like the, the his his high ex girlfriend in it, and he was showing to other girls because that would let them know. Oh like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's how you pulled us out. Like, hey, just sitting here, kill. Hey. <laughs> no, I I, I did like George back. at the end. I cut out a newspaper, and it's of the girl that he's showing it to. And also, one thing when we were doing the Gail King thing, you guys, I don't know if you saw it. Sydney, you, you're old enough to see it. You don't remember Phil Hartman's uh uh um. Caveman lawyer on SNL. Uh, he would oh, yeah. And he would always, like, the only thing he'd be defending somebody, and, and, and his argument to get them off would be like, hey, it's so new to me. It's different. The lights, right? Like, that, <laughs> that's what she was basically doing when she was talking to Gail King. Uh, so tell us about your, your these, these sisters that you're uh, sneaking around with. Well, when, when are y'all having y'all uh, with, out, uh, out of work hanging out? Yeah, I don't know. It just kind of happened during training because we would be talking on the headset or through Microsoft Teams. And one lady, mother of eight, yeah, and she uh, speaks her mind. And we just were kind of like helping the class and we work work together for some mock calls while we were in the training and just connected. And it was uh, just very natural. That's what happens with me. We know it's always just very natural. We know you're not doing dating a mother of eight, so just say <laughs> No, none of this is dating. All this who's is platonic. Who's the other, the other is a 19-year-old that sat oh. right behind me that all of a sudden one day we started talking a lot and actually oh. went to lunch together the other day. Mm. But she has a boyfriend. AJ number to number, all right. Coming down. <laughs> down. Normally, <laughs> yes. Normally, <laughs> yes. I think I'm getting too old for that. I think I'm getting too old for the teens. <laughs> that might be too much. You can be on that like, little peach for us, huh, Ryan? That's how you get down in these streets. <laughs> down, down to KMD. That's how you get down in these streets, Ryan. I need a, I need a bear peach. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds like that sounds like QAnon <laughs> theories right there. <laughs> you sound like a Democrat in the House right now. <laughs> well, Republican, but thanks. You're right. You're right. All right. Real quick, real quick. We can get out of here on this. Um, this is from Best Life. Uh, they rated uh, they rated the DC Universe. All right. They included nearly every movie based on uh, DC Comics, provided they were enough reviews to earn a film a Metascore on the site. Here were the here are where we're refocusing on the lowest rated of the bunch, ranking them from temperately received to panned. All right. That is. Wonder Woman's is the 20. I mean, Wonder Woman uh, 1984 is number 20. Birds of Prey 19, Joker 22, uh, Joker is uh, 18, Watchmen. So these actually, you could say, are considered to being good. Watchmen uh, 17, Men is still 16, Aquaman 15. That's high for Aquaman. Uh, even though I it's cool, but I mean, I mean, it was I wasn't as bad to me as it was to Tony because he went to go see it at the show. Uh, Batman Forever and is 14. I got a problem with Wonder Woman being the best. I'm with you on that. I'm totally with you on that. problem. Batman Forever being 14 is crazy. Um, Swan, even though you know what, I'm sure that this is the bit the Batman's that this doesn't include any of the Batman movies, uh, uh, that uh, Nolan did, so that lets you know how high those are acclaimed that they're not on this list. Swamp Thing, the initial one, is 13, Constantine is uh, 12, Constantine's Batman, Justice League is 11, Superman 3, the one with Richard Pryor, is 10. Matter of fact, Ooh. thinking about it. I forgot. Let me I might just... have a problem with Justice League being that high. Yeah. Um, just do this real quick. Share. Look, that's Richard Pryor right there with Superman. That movie was bad. 
if you, if you, we were talked about it a little bit in an interview I did with Elliot Serrano a couple weeks back. The Losers, which I didn't see as number nine. Batman versus Superman is number eight. Martha. Terrible. Uh, Terrible. Suicide Squad is number seven. Terrible. Return of the Swamp Thing is number six. Shout out to Heather Locklear. Uh, Green Lantern should be higher. I mean, be lower uh, is number five. Jonah Hex, I didn't see this, is number four. Batman and Robin is number three. I think the other Batman movies should be right around this. Whoa. Catwoman is number two. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad movie, though. They said they said Haley up for, uh, for failure. And Superman 4, which we talked about in that podcast with Elliot Serrano, is number one, The Quest for Peace. Look at uh, Christopher Reeves right there when he was healthy. Shout out to Christopher Reeves. See, I got but, a problem uh, yeah, with that's, uh, So anyway, guys. The Swamp wow. Things for me, uh, I mean, who cares? It's a decent comic book. I'm with you, but it's, uh, I mean, we didn't grow up like he's... He's Justice League Dark, I believe. I'm, a, he, I'm more of a Marvel than a DC. Why? He's why didn't, didn't Constantine? Uh, who did? Who was the first what? Batman with uh, Michael, Michael Keaton? Keaton? Alan West? No, the oh, West. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. But that was. I'm yeah, they got. A, they had a TV movie. They had a TV. Right. Yeah, why I'm is that on there? First of all, if you we're respect. gonna throw the Swamp Thing on there. That's you what respect. I'm saying. I'm throwing yeah, it. Adam West and Bert Ward. If we're gonna put Swamp Thing, that should be on there. But that Swamp Thing was a movie, though. That was a television show that had a movie, a television movie, right? And also, you put some respect on Adam West in those tights, sir. I am. <laughs> I'm trying to get him on the list. How is that not respect? respect on there. Okay. Um, I think yeah. you're, you're misguided in your disrespect sensor right there. I think, for me, Superman 3, I kind of, as a kid, liked the Swamp Things. And, I mean, I don't care what you got to say. Oh, that's Superman how I feel about Batman Forever. But Batman Forever isn't on here. Yeah, it is. It's 14. Wait, Remember it was too high for you? Batman 14 is, yeah, you're right, Batman Forever. Batman Forever was trash. See, that's how I, you liked the Swan Things as a kid. I liked Batman Forever as a kid. So Okay, I, I, I can give you that. I can give you that then. When thinking about you being a kid and it's got, uh, what's the name in it, playing the Riddler, I can see you going with that. Sydney, what was your worst ones? Uh, probably I'm with Ryan, the, the Batman Forever, and uh, Batman worst. Was, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, Ryan was saying it wasn't bad. <laughs> I think it was the worst movie. Right. But for me, well, it, was, it was the worst. Like the first couple when they had the when it came out with Michael Keaton back in the back in the day, the late '80s, early '90s. Those couple ones I liked, but after I think after, like after the the Jim Carrey one, uh, the um, he played the Joker, not the Joker, but the Riddler. Riddler. Oh yeah, my Riddler. God, disrespect coming out yeah. of Sydney Brown. But, uh, we but after that, that, I was like, Sydney Brown, shoot across the screen. Yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Jim bad. Carrey, I think, was in it. He played a yeah. character, something like that. I'm with you. <laughs> that movie's terrible. Yeah. Uh, That's all oh, I have to say. <laughs> what disrespect, Sydney. Oh, oh. Hey, so how's I hope nice you and Soho care in that beautiful sons. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ryan, how, how did the nice year old girl look this uh, that, that you that you had lunch with? Uh I don't know. <laughs> See, this is the real reason why he's not he's not dipping into the no, no, no. She's she's cute. She's cute. I don't know. I just I, too young, too young, and she has a boyfriend. I I went through a breakup. I kind of sympathize with the boyfriend a little bit. How old is she? Nineteen. That ain't really a boyfriend. Yeah, too young. I'm like, I'm looking at like 18 year olds as like my kids. I'm, how old are you now? About to be 32 in a few months. Man, 19 is pretty young for you. Yes, thank you. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> too young in the teens. Sorry. It's not too young. Can't even take her out for a drink. Oh, yes, you yeah, can. 23 and up, Brian. 23 and up. <laughs> <laughs> All I got to do is order it for myself and then slide it over. <laughs> I'm going to be one of those guys. Pour some, pour some into the, another glass. All right. Uh, can I get one drink, two glasses? Thank you. Oh, Thank or, you. Right, or uh, all you do is when you, you just get it in a liquor store and y'all drink it in the car. Right. You got an extra bag? 
Thank you. <laughs> oh, when she asked you to get that booze for him, that's how, how you know how old she is in that Mad Dog 2020. Those entry-level <laughs> drinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right. God. All right. Well, listen, make sure you check out Sydney on Second City Sports and his articles at We Are Rigor Radio. I'm sure he's going to have a lot of hockey articles in particular coming out pretty soon. Support We Are Rigor Radio. Uh, make sure you check out Bat Davis show uh, this week. We're probably gonna be doing a couple episodes in the morning time before uh, Ryan goes off to make the donuts with the young girls and the lady with the the, wow, the farm donuts. I haven't heard with that the farm before. family. With the hey, what what the lady got all the kids. The age they, the ages range from what to what? Do you know? Her youngest is six months. Um, oh. And I don't know how old her eldest. I want to say around 10. Damn, that's a they bunched up. Maybe older. I, I don't know about the oldest. I only know Boy, the oldest for sure. That, that would almost mean outside of two years, she had a kid every year. If, the, if it's from 10 to six months. She's basically having, I told her, she's like her lucky number seven. I'm like, give me this one. You'll have seven. It'll be perfect. Okay. I thought you <laughs> just like, give me your give me your black bag. Okay. See <laughs> where I'm trying to turn this into so a, a normal so a normal human beings interacting and you gotta turn into race for you. <laughs> I was turning into sexual more than I was turning into race. Well, when you, was you like, were flirting the line on both. When you said give me one, I thought you were saying that you was I think you were that. like a skier, like trying to toe the line on both sides. Let me just race. Sex. Sex. Race. Sex. Sydney Brown. <laughs> on that note <laughs> alright uh, we always appreciate it everybody uh, take care of yourself uh, don't do anything crazy I, I, I haven't pulled this out in a long time but this week makes me have to pull it out okay. don't do anything crazy before you hear from us again <laughs> Sydney we go the flip <laughs> <laughs>